Hello everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Happy Saturday, happy weekend to everyone, and also a huge shout out to a couple of people before the stream begins. The first is Rosie G12. Thank you very much for sending me Going My Way on Blu-ray, so I wanted to shout you out first. Uh, so thank you again for sending that to me. I've not yet seen it, uh, but it is now in the Plex library, and so I cannot wait to actually watch it. And also, I want to give a huge shout-out to 13th Warrior for sending me the Blu-ray edition of Once. This is a film that I have seen before. I love this film. It actually was turned into a Broadway musical, which was also very good as well. And it is fantastic. Uh, it's one of those things where I don't know why it got a Blu-ray release, to be honest, because the cameras that it was shot on really weren't benefiting at all from any type of transfer whatsoever. It was like it was like, almost like it was made for VHS, and I hate to say that about any movie, uh, but as far as like the quality of the film itself, as far as how it's filmed, uh, very, very, very low budget. Like, one of the lowest budgets you can really get on a movie. However, it is still fantastic. Great story. Great music. So, shout out to 13th Warrior. I just picked this up at the P.O. Box today. So, thank you for sending me that copy. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Also, I don't know if he's here yet, but I wanted to say congratulations to General Winkster. Uh, once General Winkster gets into the chat, uh, he won the Blu-ray copy of Spirited Away. So, a few videos ago, I did a box office breakdown. I talked about Wonder Woman's box office. I talked also about how a film in Japan... Uh, Demon Slayer had just become the highest grossing film in Japan during a pandemic, nonetheless, which goes ahead and sh goes to show you that people still do want to go see movies, albeit it has to be a film with a story that people actually want to see, and it has to be something that is actually being shown in theaters. And so the film, though, that uh, Demon Slayer had passed up was Spirited Away. I recently got a Steelbook edition of it uh, because I love collecting physical media. I love my Steelbook collection as well, and so I already had this Blu-ray edition, and so General Wingster, congratulations, you were the random comment uh, chosen, and thank you very much for putting the secret code, which was GHOST, and therefore you win this copy. So General Wingster, please, uh, if you're listening to this now or in the future, uh, please consider uh, emailing me, that way I can get you this copy sent Right where it is. Boom! Congratulations, General Wingster. There he is in the chat. Very much appreciate you being here. Thank you all again for being here on Saturday. It is episode 210 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast. Yes, indeed, this is uploaded as a podcast, uh, and it is uh, a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to turn this into a podcast. I imagine and kind of wonder the people that might listen to this as a podcast only and not actually see the live show and see the chat and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm sure it has to happen. But still, it's interesting, nonetheless, that there's going to be people that are going to fit into that category. Also, uh, I want to give a shout-out to my Valks, uh, to Tina and Steph. They will not be here tonight. They already had plans. They already had the New Year's family plans, uh, other random thing plans, and so they are taking the night off. And so I have since upgraded... Uh, one of the members on the channel, Alex McCarthy, is now one of the mods. He is now a mod on the channel. And, of course, Laura, waiting for Nerdrotic. She is also a mod as well. And so I'll ask if they can keep an eye on things. You don't have to go crazy with it. If you've got other things to do, uh, no obligations here. Uh, but if you could help, that would very much uh, be appreciated. So, <laughs> the pressure. Uh, Laura's like, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. No pressure at all. I'll try and keep an eye on the chat as well. So, as you can see tonight, talking a little bit about Cobra Kai Season 3, I'm not going to go into too much with it 
as far as myself is concerned, I figure a lot of y'all will have comments or questions if you've been watching it. I don't plan to go into spoilers, but obviously at this point, it has been out for two days. So <laughs> so if you haven't seen it all yet, that's on you. But I don't plan on talking spoilers. If you want to hear spoiler discussion uh, in its fullest form, my review is open and on the channel right now. And I do go into spoilers in that video. And so, yeah, I just figured that people are going to want to talk about it, trying to get some things out, talk about what they're excited about, the prospects that is going to happen in Season 4. And also, of course, some general movie talk because I've been seeing movies, guys. I've been seeing movies. I don't know if you've noticed on the channel, I've got so many movie reviews. No one watches them, which is totally fine, because <laughs> I, I don't mind talking about them, and I love the people that do watch them and do leave comments and, and have back and forths as well. Um, but it's just really funny. It's like, you know, you don't ever do, do movie reviews. You, you call yourself a movie blog, and then I start doing them, and, and no one watches them. Uh, so it, it is what it is. But I, I've been watching a lot of movies. In fact, I uh, before we even get started, too, I want to give a huge shout-out to a very special channel. Uh, you all know him. You all love him. He is one of the best people on the internet right now. And that is Drunk3PO. And Drunk3PO has been fantastic for a very long time. Jay has been amazing for a long time. I mean, he has dedicated his life to teaching. He has dedicated his life to helping others who need help, building houses, um, you know, taking charge of all of that. That's one of the reasons why I highly recommend everyone go over to his YouTube channel and become a Patreon member. I've been a Patreon member of his for a while because I I, I just support the work he does. I love the work that he does uh, behind the scenes. And he uses a lot of the money, if not all of the money he gets from his channel to go back into helping out others. And so I always just am, am very happy to know him. Uh, I'm, I'm sad that I don't get to stream with him as often. I remember there were a couple times when we were able to, to play Fortnite together, <laughs> or at least one time. And we had some really great discussions about just, you know, about faith and about life. And so I miss those talks, but he has just been on fire recently. And I just want to say uh, shout out to Drunk3PO. Congratulations, good sir. I, I've mentioned it to him, you know, other times too. But seriously, uh, the, the Gina Carano interview that he's been getting and he's been releasing has been phenomenal. Uh, it's one of those things where it, it really honestly touches the heart because you look at what she says and you look at what Gina Carano um, feels as both a, a member of the Star Wars you know, collective or rather than a member of the Star Wars creative process, right? As being one of the actors. And then you also take into account the fact that she is um, just a beautiful human being, a beautiful soul. And I think that this has now become that much more obvious to the fan base, especially to the fandom menace uh, fan base as well, to see the reaction that she's been able to, to kind of get out of the fan base. It's been really awesome to see. I don't think I've ever seen as much positivity uh, from the fan base, as much positivity from uh, the Phantom Menace fan base as well. And I don't think I've seen as much of a corralling around one single person as I've seen with Gina Carano especially. So shout out to Gina Carano, uh, who has been amazing. Has I think she's a great ambassador for Star Wars. I think that she is the person who is best suited to bring people back into the fan base, right? To bring people back into being fans. And I think that if the writers and the directors and all of the other creatives behind the scenes who are still being assets to the fans could take a huge page out of her playbook, I think Star Wars could be ginormous again. I think that Star Wars could be so much more popular again, even more than it already is. Um, because obviously they lost a lot of people with films like uh, the Last Jedi, even beforehand, people were starting to leave with The Force Awakens, but especially, I think the breaking point, most people I think will agree, the breaking point for so many people was The Last Jedi. And then by the time we got to The Rise of Skywalker, it was such a joke and so bad and so poorly made that people just, just had to laugh at it. 
people just had to laugh at it because it was just so bad. And I, I think that having someone like Gina Carano, and I think especially having someone like Drunk 3PO being the humble guy that he is and not wanting to admit that as such, which is, again, one of the one of the qualities that I, I, I appreciate so much about him, I think is so very important. So please make sure if you've not subscribed over to Drunk 3PO, you do so. And also you check out his Gina Carano interview because I think it will give you some faith in Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, not not the entire Hollywood elite because obviously there's a lot of problems there. But the fact that there's at least even one person willing to call out the nonsense and at least one person to come across as a genuine person and as a human being as we all are is really is really just awesome. It's really awesome to see it. So shout out to Drunk 3PO, shout out to Gina Carano. And uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. My, my wrist is blowing up right now. So wait a minute, I'm getting a bunch of uh, digital codes from from Jace, that's why. <laughs> shout out to Jace. Uh, he, he sends me digital codes all the time and I use those for giveaways uh, for my Patreon subscribe star peeps. Uh, and uh, I, I appreciate it, man. But I was like, why, why is my why is my wrist blowing up? Oh, that's right. Jace is sending me a several codes. Thank you very much, Jace. Jace, do I appreciate it, man? All right. So let's say hello to some people in the chat. Before we do, I did 25 minutes ago get a super chat from Justin Proper, who is such an ass. Uh, the positivity is now out the window now. I'm, I'm going to praise Drunk 3PO. I'm going to attack Justin Proper. Uh, but <laughs> Thank you very much for the $2 super chat, man. Uh, he says, who do you identify with more, Siskel or Ebert? I don't really think I associate with either of them. Because as much as, I, I mean, I know who they are, and I know how important they were to film criticism, I don't really, I, I don't watch, or have not watched a lot of their uh, the shows and read a lot of their reviews because there's some things that I can really agree with. If there's a film that both me and I, I've read more of Ebert's work than I have of Siskel's work, but if there's a movie that I agree with on him, I think he's got some good takes, but then he's also got some really, really bad takes on films that either I enjoy or films that I think are complete garbage. And so I think that he was definitely someone I could respect more as, as definitely being a pioneer in the industry, as being a large name in the industry. The fact that he had a show and people would tune in just to listen to someone talk about movies. Again, that's that was really cool to see happen. Um, and, and that was before the internet. That was before YouTube and all that stuff. And so obviously a lot of film criticism in general owes a huge debt of gratitude to people like Siskel and Ebert. But I, I don't have as much knowledge about that. But I guess if I had to choose one, I guess Ebert. But I disagree with a lot of the takes that he has based on my memory, which is very limited on the reviews that I did read from him. He also then said, I will dislike for waiting. Well, that's your fault for getting here early. Uh, the stream did say that it would be at 7 p.m. Um, and so, yeah, it, it is what it is. Um all right, sorry, just getting more getting more emails from Jace. Appreciate it, man. Uh, let's see, we got Titan in the chat. What's going on, Titan? We also have Waiting for Nerdrotic. Laura, thank you for being here. She says, some weeks, the only way I know it's Saturday is that I get a notification from Odin. Well, you're you're welcome for that. I'm glad that I can be your personal clock. Uh, Bruce in the chat. What's going on, Bruce? He says, hmm, pizza. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, actually, today, uh, I actually have a picture to show y'all guys. Y'all, y'all guys? Use guys. So today I was able to do a little barbecuing. So my wife, for my birthday, got me a grill. And I've been able to use it a lot more recently. And when my family came in uh, this past weekend, my dad, when I, I'm, one of the fondest memories I have with my dad is when we were growing up, we would have barbecues on 4th of July and things like that. And he would always cook burgers. Uh, he would cook up, he would grill some chicken. And he would also cook up some sausage. It was over the char grill, the char, char uh, char, <laughs> say charbroiled oysters. It's not charbroiled oysters. Charcoal fire pit, and it was always just so delicious. And so I have one of the wood pellet pits now, and so I was able to cook this one up earlier. So I cooked this for them when they were here. So I got some burgers and some 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 sausage there, 
And, oh, it's, it's delicious. It's fantastic. So, anyway, uh, I did not have pizza, but I had a delicious meal. And I was able to cook up some uh, sweet potato fries as well, which was fantastic. So, so good. All right, let us see who is going on here. Uh, 13th Warrior, who is a member. Thank you again, 13th Warrior, for sending me once. Again, I really do appreciate it. Again, I've seen it before, but I realized I didn't own it. I must have had the DVD at one point and then gave that DVD away, planning to buy the Blu-ray at some point. So thank you very much. Uh, I've been wanting to have that in my collection because it is a great film. As low budget as it is, the story and music are fantastic. Uh, Alex McCarthy Jr. What's going on, Alex McCarthy? He's a member on the channel. He's a mod now. He says, howdy old and how's it? How's it? Don't you mean how's it going? He then says, how's the pizza and Thor? I already answered the question about pizza. Thor is doing great. Thor is doing fantastic. And then he says he is on Team John Kreese. Damn, Team Don... Damn, dude. That's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. He's he's not a nice guy. I, I do love how in this season we find out so much... This really isn't a spoiler. We find out a lot about his backstory. And I thought that was very interesting. And I love when they take villainous characters and give you more context as to how they became the person that they are. And I though I think that we understand his character a bit more, I wouldn't say that he comes across as a good person. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we're quite there yet. Anyway, uh, Planet Must Vlog, welcome, welcome, welcome. Rosie G12 is a member. Hail to you, Rosie G12. Glad to see you here. Uh, Laura says, bow to your sensei, bow to your sensei. Absolutely. We also have Midnight's Edge After Dark. What's going on, Tom? He says, Cobra Kai is amazing. Will Cobra Kai never die? And yes, it is. Um, I thought your score was a little low. Uh, but I, I do agree with it. I, I do think that it was a fair score. He, I think you gave it a 7 out of 10. I gave it an A-. minus. So probably on the scale of 10, it'd be, what, an 8 or 9 out of 10. To me, Season 2 was the best season. I love Season 1. It's a great origin starting point. Season 2 just takes all of the good stuff and then amps it up. And to me, what makes Season 2 especially is that high school fight. The high school fight at the end of Season 2 is one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time. I, I, I mentioned this in my review as well, that I I honestly love to see what they're able to do with young actors doing a lot of their own stunts and fights, but then also the stunt teams they're able to incorporate into the show. Uh, there was some really innovative and really fun stuff in that season. This season has it too, but not nearly to the same extent. Oh, dude, here he is. So you speak his name. And he hears all. Uh, so shout out Drunk 3PO once again, dude. Congratulations. Seriously. It is amazing what you've been able to do. It's so awesome to see your channel growing. Um, and you deserve it. Seriously. You are freaking phenomenal, man. Anyway, so he... Let's see. He says this. Thank you very much for the super chat, by the way. Drunk, you do not need to super chat me. Come on, bro. Come, come on, bro. He says, thank you... For all the support, brother, you've been with me for a long time. Dude, I remember when when you were like just starting off because I don't think it was that long after I did. Um, because you've you've been doing this now for about as long as I have. Because I'm coming up on three years, I think. And it's it's pretty crazy. It really honestly is pretty crazy to think about how much the landscape has changed, how much the uh, system itself has changed. And it's been so much fun because you are one of those entertaining channels uh, where you are able to get across pertinent information, but also to be entertaining in the process. And that's not an easy task to do. So shout out to you, Drunk3PO. So seriously, thank you very much for being with me for a long time as well. 
because you are freaking amazing. So thank you, Drunk. And you do not need to super chat. <laughs> I appreciate it, though. All right. Uh, let me jump over to the D-Lab fam for a second. What's going on, D-Lab fam? Looks like we got some people watching over there. Hopefully, everyone's okay. I think I should have some mods over there. Um, hopefully, that is the case. All right, let's see. We got Captain Dean Heiss. Thank you very much for celebrating a one-month sub streak. Thanks for resubbing. Good, sir, over on DLive. I appreciate it. Uh, Captain Dean Heiss tagged and says, Streak should actually be about 15 months, but DLive doesn't always let me renew before old sub expires. No, that's right. I figured I knew that you were a member uh, consistently. I don't, I don't remember you ever not being a member and not being a captain on DLive. So, yeah, congratulations on 15 months then. Daniel Thorne, what's going on? Glad to see you in the chat. Uh, that's right, I gave him a hammer just the other day. Um, let us see here. Let's see. Jez, thank you very much for following me over there. Uh, Cream, thank you very much for following me over there as well. Um, Will Gentry, what's going on? Good, sir. Glad to have two axes over there. Uh, Daniel Thorne says, closing in on 20 months following. Damn, dude. That's awesome. Uh, Captain Heist, thank you very much for the five ice cream donations. I appreciate it. And then Daniel Thorne, thank you for the three ice cream donations as well. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I uh, got a lot of new follows. Thank you all very much. I appreciate it. Please do not spam the chat. Spam is not good. Will Gendry says, you like Series 2 better than Series 1? Dang, that's a bit of a hot take. I've not seen anyone but you say Series 2 was the best. Um, Will Gentry, yeah, I mean, I can understand that. To me, it's kind of that argument of Dark Knight versus Batman Begins. I think there's an argument to be made that Batman Begins is actually the better movie, because I think Batman Begins is an excellent film, an excellent origin story, but I prefer The Dark Knight. Now, obviously, I don't think it's the exact same, because I think most people in that debate will choose The Dark Knight, but I honestly think that Season 2 is much more fun. I think there's just a lot more fun to be had in Season 2, and let me be honest, I think all three seasons are fantastic, and I take it all as one continuous story. And so the fact that all three seasons are consistent and are consistently good, I think is a credit to the creators. You can tell that the creators are fans because they're they're not agenda-driven. They're just trying to tell fun stories and pay respect to the source material, and that's all fans want at the end of the day. So I definitely need um, uh, to support that. Uh, by the way, I do got a couple super chats to hang out, uh, to rather to, to shout out over on YouTube. Ham Sandwich. Ham Sandwich. I don't like ham, but you're welcome here, good sir. Uh, thank you for the $10 super chat. He says, appreciate you dudes. Thanks for the support back when I used to post. Cobra Kai never die. Wish Star Wars had done it like this. Live forever. Lucas, Favreau, and Filoni. Well, thank you very much for your support, man. I really do appreciate it. Thank you very much for the super chat. All the while, drunk 3PO. Being a troll now, says, you said you need another super chat? No, no, drunk. I did not say that. I did not. Oh, hi, drunk. <laughs> you must be kidding, aren't you? <laughs> I love you, drunk. Uh, Will Gentry over on DLive says, oh, I can see your points talking about Cobra Kai. And there is an argument to be made. I've just not heard anyone make it before. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm biased because I think the last episode of season two is the best episode of the entire series. And the reason why is because the fight sequence is a huge portion of the episode, and it is just phenomenal. The choreography, the stunt work, everything going on with that. The shots, the fact that it's not just a bunch of quick edits so that you can't see what's going on, and you have actual real fighting going on too, is fantastic. So that's, I think, the reason why I'm more drawn to say I like Season 2 more. But I do think 
all three seasons are fantastic. All right, back over to my y- y- YouTube channel. What's going on, YouTube peeps? Uh, let us see. Planet Must Vlog tagged and says, spoilers, I-, I don't think so. I don't plan to. I can't stop the chat from doing so because um, we live in the age of the binge watch, and so I cannot guarantee that a lot of people watching will not have finished the entire series by now. It's only 10 episodes. Uh, let's see. Thanos Felicitas. What's going on? The Clown World Review. Welcome. Keck44 in here as well. Gundam Wing Zero. Hello to you. Joseph Ippolito is here. Nathan Slay here as well. Ro- uh, Rosie G12 says, you are welcome. I can't wait to see your review. Thank you again. I uh, really do appreciate it. She sent me, for those just joining us, she sent me a Blu-ray edition of Going My Way, uh, which is a film starring Bing Crosby. Never seen it before. Winner of seven Academy Awards, including 1944's Best Picture. So... Very excited to watch that. All right, Soul Assassins here. What is going on? Uh, Rajesh Taylor, welcome to the chat. Uh, General Wingster, congratulations again on winning the Blu-ray copy of Spirited Away. Appreciate you. Uh, The new number two is a member over there as well. Says, good evening all in the chat. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. This is the first stream of the new year. I can't believe it. It already feels like we're like a week into 2021 and we're only two days. Not even two full days into the new year. But Happy New Year, everybody. That's right. We, We did it. We got through it, and now we get 2020 Part 2, as I like to call it, because <laughs> somehow a lot of things just feel the same. A lot of things just feel the same, but I, I do have high hopes. I do have high hopes. I, I really do hope and pray that more and more people are willing to stand up to tyranny, more and more willing to stand up to authoritarian rule, especially in these lockdown scenarios, and I think that people are starting to do it. I think that people are starting to do it. And that's another reason why I, I, I want to again bring up Drunk and his interview. Uh, I think it was awesome to hear Gina Carano talking about how wrong it is to lock people in their houses and to say you can't walk freely. And I think that be, her being anti-lockdown and being one of the hottest things in Star Wars, let alone entertainment right now, is a huge boost. Because it's not even a political point. You know, like a lot of Hollywood actors tend to try and make political points. That's not even a political point. That's just a basic human right. It's a basic human right, the right to work, the right to walk outside freely, the right to assemble, and it's amazing that we can't find bipartisan, multipartisan support on that one issue. Like, it's one thing to say we should take care of each other, it's another to say we're going to do that by forcing you to not be able to live freely. So it was very refreshing to hear that from Gina Carano and, and to talk about freedom in that capacity. That's, again, another reason to shout out Drunk 3PO, because he was able to get that out there and I think it's so important that that clip, especially when she's talking about that, gets shared all around social media because it's so important that that message get out. Let's see, Nathan Slay tagged at 702 and says, Hi, Odin, just want to thank you for continuously talking about Alita Battle Angel because it was awesome. I love it now. Well, Nathan Slay, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, man. Yeah, I... I'm uh, still very much a big supporter of Alita Battle Angel. I know there's a strong community of the Alita Army that is still you know, pushing for a sequel. I've kind of laid off of that a, a little bit, only because at this point, it is inevitable that if there is an Alita sequel, that it'll either be a Disney Plus exclusive series, or it'll just be Disney run at, at some point. And even if you got a lot of the same people back, because Disney would be in the producer's chair... They would have a lot of creative control. We already know Disney loves to get their hands involved in all elements of storytelling, and I don't think they would be able to do justice to Alita. And that's why, as much as I want a sequel to Alita, I don't want it under the role and under the rule of Disney. 
Um, and so that's why I've kind of held off a little bit about uh, that specifically. Again, I will support Alita Battle Angel, the first film, until I'm blue in the face. I gave away so many Blu-rays, so many Steelbook editions of it. Several people sent me copies to give away. And it, it was really great to be a part of that, making sure everyone was able to watch the movie. And again, not everyone loved it. Not everyone thought it was the best thing ever. And even I am someone who loves the film, but it was not my favorite film of last year. So it was a fantastic movie that I hope everyone gets a chance to see because the fact that it features a strong female character and it's just a movie and not just say, oh, by the way, did, did I mention that's a strong female character? You know, there's some movies that try to like hit you over the head with the fact that it's like, oh, by the way, did, did we forget to mention that she's a woman? This one instead, it's about, no, it's about the story. It's about the characters. It's about what movies should be about, which is non-agenda, right? Which is just story-driven narrative. It's, it's, what, it's what we want as, as consumers, as movie watchers, as, as movie reviewers as well. We, we don't want to just be hit in the face constantly with political nonsense. But you're welcome, Nathan Slay. Hound 3000 needs hugs. What's going on, Hound 3000? Glad to see you in the chat. Soul Assassin Tag at 703 says, I can go listen to my car if that's what you want. I mean, if you want to, Soul Assassin, you can. Uh, but the actual podcast edition won't be uploaded until later tonight. I tend to, when I'm putting the dogs down, uh, take care of that. So, All right, we got some movement in the chat. Thank you again for being here, everybody. Really do appreciate everyone uh, supporting the channel tonight. Please be sure to smash that like button. It really does mean a lot. Looks like no comments have been skipped, which is awesome. We got 53 people watching, but please smash that like button. Let's jump over to DLive for a quick second just to make sure. Uh, I'm not behind over there. Will Gentry says, I agree the final episode in Series 2 is one of the best, but for me, it's Episode 5 of Series 1. The first time we see it all come together for Miguel in that cafeteria fight has the biggest emotional kick for me personally. Will Gentry, I think that's a great point. I think that is absolutely one of the best moments of the show. And it's it's one of the best moments for a different reason, right? For me, I love season two, the ending, because it's just a I love fight sequences. And I think it's badass. It's one of the reasons why one of my favorite episodes of Daredevil on Netflix. Man, that was a great show. But one of my favorite episodes is the one that features that hallway sequence and you know exactly which episode i'm talking about if you watch the show there's this amazing fight scene that happens literally in a hallway the camera's just panning back the whole time and the actors are going into the hall fighting and then jumping into the rooms you hear the sound continuing and it's just very well shot and so i was a huge fan of that and that's why that's one of my favorite episodes so i think that is kind of the similar reason as to why season two or series two as you say in the uk uh, by the way, congratulations, UK, for breaking away from the EU. Um, that's awesome. But uh, <laughs> that's a whole, other, a whole other issue, a whole other topic for a whole other channel. Um, and But anyway, so I, I think that might be kind of the reasoning as to why I'm such a big fan of the ending of Series 2. Because there is just an amazing fight sequence that happens. But you are correct. Uh, the emotional, and I would say one of the best narrative moments, one of the best character moments for sure is when everything starts to click for Miguel in the cafeteria. I totally agree. And it was really cool to see some of those flashbacks of some of those key elements from the first two seasons in this season, especially. Uh, Alexander, what's going on? Captain Heist says, at this, uh, at this point, I don't want a Disney-fied... At this point, I don't want a Disney-fied Alita sequel. I totally feel you, Captain Heist. That, that's where I am right now, too. Because, and this is something I remember bringing up when I was originally talking about it, saying, I really want a sequel, but I don't know how I feel about the Disney elements coming in there. But at this point, it looks like it, it just, it is, it is what it is, sadly. It's crazy. Uh, let's see. Will Gentry, by the way, I just heard there's a dog bowl upstairs. 
And whenever it's empty, my dog River, uh, she will literally like pick it up and drag it on the floor. And she'll do it until you fill it, fill it up. It's hilarious. It's amazing how much we can train our animals and also how much our animals can can train us. Because every single time we're like, all right, got to get the water bowl, get the water bowl filled. It's hilarious. Oh, man. Will Gentry says, talking about Alita, my friend finally sent me the copy that I won off of you. I can actually watch it now at last. Holy crap, Will. Months later. Actually, is it has it been over a year since you won that? It's kind of crazy to think about how much time has gone by since since those giveaways happened, man. Well, I hope you enjoy it. I hope that it lives up to the hype. <laughs> That's a long time to wait for a movie, man. Uh, let's see, JKDBuck76, thank you for the two lemon donations. I very much appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, I've caught up with the people. If you're on DLive, if you have a comment that you want me to read or a question that you want me to answer, just tag me at Odin at the beginning of your comment, and I'll, I'll see it over on DLive since there's less people watching over there. If you're on YouTube, please be sure to type Odin question, all one word, Odin question, O-D-I-N-Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N. Sometimes I get the letters uh, blended together there. But uh, yeah. Type that, and if you have a comment or question, I'll read it, because it'll highlight orange on my screen, and if you do anything else, I won't see it. It will not highlight orange for me. And if you want to be reminded of that, here is some information constantly strolling, constantly scrolling underneath me. And it also has information about how you can support the channel, and also the fact that, guess what? I fall about 20 minutes behind almost every single stream, because I read the comments. You do not have to super chat. You do not have to donate to have your comment read. If you want to, I appreciate it. Definitely helps the channel. Um, but all you need to do is use the code word, Odin Question. Not much of a, you know, not much of a code word, but hey, it is what it is. All right, jumping back into the YouTube chat section. Laura says, Laura comes off the bench. Put me in, coach. Exactly. You're put in the game waiting for Nerdrotic. You're in the game now. <laughs> Alice McCarthy, who's now the mod, says, OMG, I am? Thanks, Odin. No problem, dude. Thank you for always being here. Because uh, the, the Valks told me about this uh, over the last couple of days. And they were like, you might want to find someone to to take over mod duties. And I was like, okay, well, I think Laura will probably be in there. But sometimes she has to do other things, too. So I, I might want to have one other person at the very least in there. And immediately my mind went to, oh, Alex McCarthy. He's always in the chat. He's always there. He's always interacting. And so I, I was like, ah. Oh. And I, I saw also in streams earlier that your mods on other channels too. So I was like, okay, he know he knows what's up. He knows he knows what it is. All right, uh Rouge Jedi, welcome to the channel. Rob D, thanks for tagging me at 704 says, "Hey Odin, I watched the 1938 Robin Hood on HBO Max today. If you liked Disney's Robin Hood, you'll like this movie. The archery tournament in Disney's version is straight from the 38 film." Uh, is that the Errol Flynn Robin Hood? Because if that's the case, that is one of Tina's favorites, and I watched it for her and loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And if you're talking about the Disney animated Robin Hood, oh man, I love that film. That is a great Disney animation film. I, I love it so much. I just also love the characters and the animal character, like the animal choices that they are. It's it's all great. Uh, Rosie Twelve was a member. Says, "Hmm, what kind of crazy thing can I say? Mods? <laughs> oh no, don't get any ideas now. Don't get any ideas." Uh, let's see, General Wingster, uh, thank you for tagging me, says, I'm currently watching Cobra Kai on Netflix, only on season one. Good stuff. Well, yeah, enjoy it. Seriously, enjoy the ride. It is a fun ride to go on. It's a great series. All three seasons are fantastic. 
Um, let's see. Muriam Tokumbo, thank you for being here once again. Glad to see you here. Thirsteenth Warrior, who's a member, says, I saw the stage musical of Once First. When I learned it came from a movie, I sought it out. The Blu-ray was actually about a buck cheaper than the DVD, but you're right about the cinematography. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I will always prefer a Blu-ray to a DVD because the quality is always better. But the issue with Once, and for those that have never seen it before, it really is fantastic. The musical's great. I, I think the movie's better only because it's obviously the original story, but also it's so much more authentic because they shot this thing for like, I want to say the budget was like around $10,000. Like it was, again, when I say that it was a small budget movie, I mean small budget. So let me see if I can find the once production uh, budget because it was, it was very, very, very small. So let's see. So it was made for 180,000 euro. Um, So that's actually more than I thought it was. Let's see though. What would that be in dollars? So it was made for $218,000. So just think about modern-day Hollywood. Most films cost at least a million. So this movie, that's still pretty low budget. $218,000 to make the movie once. And I think one of the areas that they skimped on for some reason was their camera work. Because I don't know what they shot on. I don't think they shot it on film. Because if it was shot on film... Had they done a transfer, the transfer would look fantastic, but the transfer still doesn't look very good. So I'm wondering if they shot it with an early uh, digital camera that didn't have the highest quality. Maybe shot it like 1080p or 4K, uh, digital 4K though. So not nearly as good. But the story and the music of this movie are are phenomenal. Uh, But it is interesting how, in this case, this is one of the only times where the Blu-ray makes almost no difference as far as the visual quality of the movie is concerned. But seriously, Thirsty the Warrior, thank you, because I, I did not have a physical copy of the movie, and so I really do appreciate that, man. But yeah, it's the... the you, you If the story and music weren't good, there'd be no reason to watch it, right? Because there's some films that have really great cinematography, and if it has, like, an okay or a decent story or music or soundtrack, you're like, oh, okay, whatever, it is what it is. But this movie, because it has leaps and because it has like spades of everything else that's not visual it makes it worth watching also uh tina if you're listening or watching this later on i just got in one of the biggest movies of the year i have not seen it yet but i've joked about this film with tina constantly and i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna give a review on it at some point and there is a digital copy and it's going straight to tina it's going straight to her, and that is the film Unhinged. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> when the trailer for this movie came out, immediately I was talking to Tina because I'm like, Russell Crowe, that's your boy! And he plays a guy with road rage who, who goes and follows someone to the point of, yeah, lots of crazy stuff. Academy Award winner Russell Crowe is unhinged. I love that. I love it so much. Also, he can happen to anyone is, is the tagline. <laughs> It can happen to anyone. And uh, so my wife actually was the one who said, you know that movie you talked about where you kind of find correlations with your dad? Can we watch that maybe? Maybe? And I was like, yeah, I'll buy it. It's like $15 on Blu-ray right now. So I was like, I'll buy it. So uh, yeah, this is now in the Plex library. So we, <laughs> wife and I will be watching that soon. But I have a digital copy and I'm totally going to be letting uh, Tina get that copy if she doesn't have it already. I don't think she does, but... <laughs> Let's see, BH, thanks for being in the chat over on YouTube. 
Uh, Super Anime Gamer 01. What's going on, Super? Super says, hey what is up, my dude? How was your new year? Dig the new mic stand, by the way. Well, thank you very much for noticing, yes. It is a blue mic stand. Uh, I like it a lot. A lot better cable management. Still trying to figure out all of the different tension points. I think I've got it because I've gotten to the point now where I can like lift it out of the way and lift it back and it's fine. Um, but I have heard horror stories about sometimes like the tension being too much and it just falling apart. But so far everything seems to be fine. But also I was able to get the uh, I was able to get the the Han Solo dice back out. So I was able to get the Han Solo. Unfortunately. Um, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, he had to come down. Um, unfortunately, Brian. Unfortunately, Brian Blessed had to come down. Um, but he is still here, and I'm gonna try to find the best way to to have him featured on the channel in some capacity. I might have to like stick his leg underneath one of the cables. Um, but don't worry, he he's still here. Dive. He's still here. Don't worry. Anyway, but thank you for noticing, Super. I appreciate it. And seriously, thank you to everyone who supports the channel. Because it's because of y'all's support that I was been able to do some upgrades recently. I've been wanting to do upgrades for a long time. You know, I've been saving things up, so I was able to get uh, a nice road. It's called the Roadcaster Pro. So I'm able to do some mixing on my audio. I still need, I still need to play around with it a little bit. I, I I just when I tried to putting on some of the processing, it sounded almost overprocessed to me. And so right now, all I have is a compressor on it just to make sure the levels stay even. And I don't have it as being that high. I don't think the compressor has kicked in at any point so far uh, since I've been using it. But it's a lot of fun. And the big question I have, maybe some people that know this might or have this or have done reviews about it might know more. But there is a intro-outro song on one of the pads pre-recorded. And I love it. But I don't know. I've been trying to do research. I couldn't find it. it I don't know if it's royalty-free or if I can use it. Because I love it. The The song is just so badass. And I, I just <laughs> don't know if I can use it. Uh, so if anyone happens to know, it's the Roadcaster Pro. And there is a song preloaded onto the um, onto it. But anyway, so now I get to do things like this. That was fun for me. Anyway... <laughs> So that's also what Gary uses on Friday Night Tights. So it's just fun playing around with it. And I have a lot of plans of things that I want to do in the future. I would love to do some more podcasting. I love podcasting. It's a lot of fun. And I know this is going to really help. And I can't wait for also for the next Chosen of Valhalla stream, which will happen this month. Because it should be able, I should be able to get the sound mix just a little bit better. Um, so I can't wait to play around with that. But I was able to get that. I was also able to get the new uh, mic stand as well. And so, again, thank you all so very much for your generosity because it really does uh, – I, I always love being able to make things sound and look better for y'all um, because everything I get always goes back into the channel, whether it is movies for reviews, whether it's upgrading equipment or things like that, or mostly – most of it's spent on giveaways, not going to lie. Most of the money <laughs> is, is spent on giveaways for my $5 and up backers on Patreon and Subscribestar, so – uh, I just love being able to do that kind of stuff. I love doing giveaways. It, it's it's one of my passions. And, um, and it's because of the money that comes in that I'm able to afford the postage and the movies and all that stuff. So thank you all again for being awesome. All right. Let us see who else is in the chat tonight. Let us see. Waiting for Nerdronic says, what do you think of Ethan's theory about Grogu being named after George Lucas? I haven't heard that, actually. I don't get to consume as much YouTube content as I used to, so I tend to have it be just a couple of people. I tend to mostly take in, and you know this, Laura, I tend to take in mostly Tim Pool videos. I, I try and get as much nerdrotic as I can, but even with with Gary's stuff, I, I can't keep up with it um, because I'm, I'm just trying to 
watch movies and, and everything else. But that, to me, makes sense. I'm not going to lie. I think that's a good theory. I think that theory makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, let's see. Nathan Slay uh, tagged and says, I finally got to watch Point Break last night and loved it. The movie is an exciting action thrill ride. It's a fantastic movie. And as I said, if if the main criteria of modern-day Hollywood is we need to have a female director behind action films. Okay, Catherine Bigelow. She has proven herself as a director. Not as a female director. She's proven herself as a director. And that's one of the reasons why I, I like the I like the style of Deborah Chow in The Mandalorian because she was interviewed and she says in the interview she does not want to be known as a good female director. She does not want to be known as a good Asian female director. She wants to be known as a good director. And hey, guess what? She still has some of the best episodes in that entire series. And so even though there's a lot of things to be concerned about with the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series, the fact that she's the showrunner, the fact that she's the creative mind behind it does have me pretty excited because I, I do like what she's done so far um, with the work that I have seen her do. All right, let's see. Andrew Hoyle, who's a member on the channel. Hail to you, Andrew Hoyle. He says, Como esta, everyone? I love Gina, but don't say it too loud in case my wife hears you. <laughs> Why? Does she have to worry about Gina? Are you? Are, are she vying for your affection? <laughs> uh, let's see. Mark Lizeth, what's going on? Glad to see you here. Yep, unfortunately, no Tina or Steph uh, today. They are taking the day off because they had other plans. So again, shout out. Thank you very much to Laura, waiting for Nerdronic, and Alex McCarthy for stepping it up and for being mods. And really, the, the biggest thing for y'all, again, don't don't worry. Don't freak out. Don't have to worry about too, doing too much. It's mostly just to make sure any trolls get taken care of. Like that that's the main thing, you know, because with Tina and Steph, they'll they'll post the links and they'll do everything else that they do. That's why they're so amazing. Um, but for, for y'all, seriously, if y'all have other stuff going on, if, if you could just keep an eye on on trolls, that that'd be great. <laughs> Especially Captain Wingster. <laughs> All right, let's see. A super anime gamer tagged says, seeing her on Drunk's channel Drunk's channel made my day. I don't know how many people of her status would be willing to do that. Gina Carano is goals. No, she's amazing. Like seriously, it's it's always amazing to see people who we deem as like celebrity status, people that we, you know, put on a pedestal. And we do this for a lot of people that are on television and in movies. And to see her basically to show, no, I, I'm just a regular person. I'm just like you. The difference is that my job is different and my job is a lot more public than yours. But no, her interview was so good that I've been watching a lot of Gina Carano movies. So one, I've seen Haywire, but I didn't own it. So I bought that on Blu-ray. That's coming in, uh, I think, on Monday. So I'm very excited to see that. I've been wanting to show that to my wife so that she can see it. Um, I watched another film of hers called like In Her Blood or In the Blood. It was on Amazon Prime, I think. The story wasn't very good, but she was great in it. Seriously, like she she was fantastic. And so I'm hoping that because of all the success with The Mandalorian that she's able to get better scripts because I honestly think that she does have a lot of acting talent and potential. Um but she just hasn't been given other except until like the Mandalorian. She's not been given really good scripts with the one exception being Haywire because Haywire was a Soderbergh film and Soderbergh is a fantastic film director. And I would be really cool to see her get those roles now uh, that she seems to have a little bit more clout in the industry um, because of what she's been being able to do on the Mandalorian. All right, let's see here. Rosie G12 says there was some person on Friday night tights last night that was hating on Gina and Drunk 3PO, where we had to block the person. It was frustrating to watch. I won't say this person's YouTube name in the chat. Hey, no, don't give them attention. It's it's the same mindset that I have. I hate when news media 
post the names of people like of bombers and terrorists because no, don't give them the name recognition. Don't give them the attention because that is one doing exactly what they wanted you to do. And two, it's that kind of stuff. And the studies, there's been studies done on this that actually has been shown to motivate more people to do those things. And so, yeah, if, if someone's going to do that kind of behavior and be a complete asset, no, uh, take care of them in the chat, give them a timeout, give them a warning. If they're really harping on and not moving on from it, hide them. Again, I have no problem hiding people on the channel who aren't going to contribute anything, right? If your goal and objective is to just tear you down and not be constructive in your criticism, then then there's no reason for you to be in the chat in the first place. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's awful because in both cases, based on what we know from Gina, because, again, we don't know her personally, so we, we honestly can't say, but based on everything we've seen, especially in those interviews, I think that the interviews that Drunk did... Uh, the interview, rather, that Drunk did and broke it up into all those segments, that's like the best insight that we have into what she's like in real life. Because it's not in a, you know, a highly polished studio. It is not under a a major broadcast media corporation, right? And that was another thing, too. Oh, man. She has great commentary on how she was like, no, this is where we need to get our news, right here, not in big tech. So she calls out big tech. She's like, not in the mainstream media. She calls out the mainstream media. And I'm like, yes, it's so great to have someone that has the profile that she has and to be able to speak the way that she does. Um, but yeah, I think it's absolutely fantastic um, in those interviews. And it's sad that someone is is trying to tear them down in the process. Let's see, Pat S says, I think the word you're... I think the word your, you say, Pat S. I don't know the context. Context, please. Context, please. Uh, let's see. James, thank you very much, James. I'm assuming that's Dames Dashier. Thank you very much, James. Uh, thank you for the dollar donation via Streamlabs. Uh, again, I do, if you like to donate, if you want to donate to support the channel, I do recommend going through Streamlabs because YouTube does not get a single dime of that donation. And as we all know, YouTube sucks. Anyway, thank you for the donation. He says, thoughts on the mummy movies with Brandon Fraser. Just got the 4K Ultimate Trilogy a few days ago. I love them. Uh, the third one, not so much. The third one, I think, was trying to do a little too much and may have come out. I don't remember the exact timeline, but I want to say the third one came out much later than the first two. I want to say the first two were pretty close together, and then the third one was further. I think. I could be wrong on that. But the first two, I think, are great. They're fun. They're like those fun popcorn films where you just turn your brain off and enjoy it. Brandon Fraser is a... It's just dynamite on screen. He's got such great screen presence and charisma where you just enjoy everything that you're watching. I honestly think that if he was a few years younger, he would have been a great choice for like a Nathan Drake type character. I don't really know the Nathan Drake character that well, but I feel like it has a lot of similarities. And I think he would have been able to get the physicality, but also be entertaining in the process. I don't know. Maybe I'm totally off on that one. Y'all people out there who've played the game and know and know the character, please let me know if I'm off base with that. But it just that's just like what comes into my brain. But no, I, I think that he's fantastic. I think he's hilarious. One of my favorite clips of him to this day is when Robert De Niro, who was not always such an ass as he is now, was giving a speech congratulating or shouting out Martin Scorsese, and all of a sudden the camera cuts to Brendan Fraser and he does his little he does this little weird he claps and then he like his hands come together like this. And it's one of the, just just look up Brendan Fraser clap, and it'll be one of the first things that pops up, and it's it's hysterical. Uh, but anyway, James, thank you for this. Uh, thank you for the donation. I appreciate it. 
All right, back to YouTube. Nathan Slay says, do you watch anime? Would you recommend it? Just wondering because I grew up with Pixar animation. So anime is not anywhere near what Pixar animation is. They are very different. Pixar animation is more geared towards kids and families. Anime is more geared towards, I think, more towards adults. Not that it's adult movies or like rated R content. It's just more of adult stories, right? I think kids can enjoy a lot of the animes that have come out. But I, I do think that adults appreciate it that much more. And, and that's why I appreciate the stories because they're they're more mature. They're more original. They're not lowest common denominator. They're not trying to make you think, oh, look how cute he is. Look how cute she is and sell merchandise. Um, and it really is more focused on the story. Uh, I, I would recommend, though, if you want to dive into anime. Again, I'm not a big anime person. But if you want to jump into anime TV, I grew up with, and this is a standard American answer. I grew up with Dragon Ball Z. Awesome. Awesome series. It's fantastic. Uh, so if you had to, if I had to give you a series recommendation, I'd say Dragon Ball into Dragon Ball Z. And then I would say for movies, you can't go wrong with Studio Ghibli. And one of the films is actually one that General Wingster won. And this is considered one of the all-time great anime films ever made. And it is uh, Miyazaki. So Hideo Miyazaki, uh, he was one of the like core creators of what is known as Studio, what was was known as Studio Ghibli, it, it went away. I want to say it's actually back now. I think I think Miyazaki is like working on something with at least people associated with the original Studio Ghibli, and they're trying to do something. Um, last time I heard, obviously I don't know if COVID's affected that or not. But anyway, so A Spirited Away is probably one of the best anime films ever made. So I would definitely recommend this film and really anything from Studio Ghibli, especially from Miyazaki. You can't really go wrong with. They're all just fantastic. Um, one of my favorites. It has to be my neighbor Totoro because Totoro is adorable. You want to talk about baby Thor, like not baby Thor. Well, obviously, baby Thor is adorable. But you want to talk about like baby Yoda, right? You want to talk about Grogu. You want to talk about like all those characters being cute. Um, I don't think any of them can hold a candle to uh, Totoro. Uh, Totoro is adorable. So anyway, that would be my recommendation there. Orange Eye Reviews, welcome, good sir. He's a member on the channel. He says, hey there, Odin in chat. How about that season three of Cobra Kai? Oh, it's such a great season, but it does have some choreography issues, but I loved it nonetheless. I don't know what choreography issues did it have. Was it like continuity of the shots? Because I feel like that's kind of something that plagues any action series or movie, but I didn't notice any offhand. I just I was just loving everything I was watching. Alice McCarthy, thank you very much for letting them know how to get my attention. I very much appreciate it. Um, Jens Jurgensen, who's a member on the channel, hail to you, says, had a large meat lover's pizza yesterday. Yes, that is the way to go. You can never have, t- <laughs> just right, I said it in my head, and I was like, oh boy, you can never have too much meat on a pizza. On a pizza, dirty birds, how dare you. Uh, Laura, waiting for Nerdronic, says, sorry if this is redundant, but I missed your answer to this question. Have you seen Tootsie and 16 Candles? Uh, yeah, I mean, I answered those, but it's definitely not redundant. Uh, it's a new stream, as they say. Anyway, I have seen Tootsie. Love it. I think it's fantastic. I have never seen 16 Candles. I own it. In fact, I have the Arrow Video special new release of 16 Candles. I just have not watched it yet. I totally plan to. But I, I have not actually seen that one. But I have seen Tootsie, and Tootsie's fantastic. I love Tootsie. Great acting. Nathan Slade Titan says, Ebert gave negative reviews to Die Hard and to Home Alone as well. And then he gave positive review to Home Alone 3. Makes sense. Exactly. That is what I'm talking about. There's some things where I'm like, okay, come on, Ebert. Get out of here. Home Alone 3? Oh, man, that's such a trash fire. Trash fire. 
Zach Richmond, welcome to the channel. Pat as a member says, what drink goes best with pepperoni pizza? I prefer water. I am a straight edge individual. I do not drink alcohol. And so I would go with some some bottled water. Mm. It is free for the most part, and it is light on calories. <laughs> like I care. Like I care about calories. I probably start. I should start to. I'm getting up there. Uh, Rob D says, uh, thank you for tagging me. He says, Odin, now that you have your own grill, everyone's going to argue with you on how to properly cook hot dogs and hamburgers on it. And I'm going to say, I don't care because I don't really know what I'm doing. I, I'm Basically, it's a guessing game with me. And I know how I like my meat cooked. <laughs> there it is again. There's another one. <laughs> I know I'm... <laughs> I know how my wife likes it too. Uh, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Can get get your heads out of the gutter, you dirty, dirty people. Um, <laughs> uh, Jens Jurgensen is a member, says, Barney Stinson was right 10 years ago. Oh, what did he say? What did he say? I need context on that. CW Trixie Taddy says, considering how movies will need to change for both lack of theaters and push for streaming, I could see a rise in low-budget movies like in the 80s and 90s. I hope so. Because typically when you have a lower budget, you care more about how you use that money. And so the stories end up being better in the long run. Uh, Andrew Hoyle is a member, says, I've not seen any of the Cobra Kai series. Well, get on it, Andrew Hoyle. It's a great series. Laura says, I love the healing powers of 80s montage. Yes, yes, yes. Montage. It's a montage. It's so good. I love it. You're so right. So correct. Uh, just getting into the super chats from Drunk. Thank you again, Drunk, for donating. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Peter Han in the chat. Thank you for being here. Uh, Hamilton Berger tagged and says, The best episode in Season 2 is the one where Johnny Lawrence goes out with his high school friends to give his dying buddy one last good night. That is a great episode, Hamilton Berger. And that's, I think, the reason why I love Season 2 because they have just great episodes all throughout. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, Drunk Repio was like, I just got lucky. No, you're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome and wholesome. And that's the reason why, why she reached out to you, man. It's okay. Uh, Laura says, waiting for Nerdrotic. We love Drunk's calves. Oh, yes, the calves. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so actually, no, the mic is not brand new. The mic is relatively new. Um, I got it, I want to say, within the past few weeks. The, the boom mic arm is 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 like less than a week old, though. So, yeah. Um, it's it's fun. It's so funny because, yeah, the sound has... It's kind of amazing because there's like several hundred dollars difference between this microphone and the one that I was using beforehand. And the sound is very similar. I mean, it's the same company. They're both Shure microphones. But it is interesting how the, the the sound quality is very very similar, um, and I I do think this one does sound better at least to my ear. But it's still amazing though how you can really get going. Uh, I really cannot recommend enough. It's the Sure SM58 uh, is the one that I used to use. I want to say it's like a between like seventy nine and 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 ninety nine dollars, and it's a solid mic. It really is. It's it's the standard that people use on stages, and I think it's a pretty good podcasting mic to be honest. I think it has just enough richness where it doesn't sound too nasally, as unfortunately so many other mics do. Alrighty, let us see. Orange Hat says, Drunk3PO is always such a great YouTuber. His humbleness is over 9,000. It's over 9,000! Yes, it does. It really is. Absolutely. 
Uh, Nathan Slade tagged at 718. Would you hate if Terry Silver, the villain of Karate Kid 3, came back for season four of Cobra Kai? No, I wouldn't hate it. Because even though he was corny as hell in that third uh, Karate Kid movie, and, and just there's a lot of issues with that third Karate Kid movie, but I still like it. I still like it. I, I, I was actually really happy because um, before this season came out, this was weeks ago now, but I think I remember talking about Orange, to Orange Hat Reviews about this in, in one of the shows where I went back and I watched all the Karate Kid movies. So I watched the first one. I, I watched the second one, which I had seen only once before and I didn't quite remember it. So I watched that one again, the, the one where they go to Japan. And then I watched the third one, which I had never seen before. And the ratings for it are not good. And it's so hard to get. It was so hard to get the movie. I actually ended up, I ended up having to get a Showtime trial so that I could watch it because it was only available on Showtime. And the Blu-ray is, like, non-existent or it's out of print and very expensive. And I was like, it's amazing that a film that got terrible reviews is so hard to find in that way. And I was able to watch it and I was like, okay, this is corny as hell, Terry Silver, right? Not a very good villain. But it's also one of those things where it's so corny, it was funny. And to be honest, if they brought him back, I think I think that character could work in Cobra Kai. Because Cobra Kai is much more of a lighthearted, uh, goofy, action drama comedy, right? There's so many different elements and, and genres that occur. I think that his cheese, if he's still as cheesy, and they they write him that way, I think it. I think that would work brilliantly. I would say that would be the perfect ending to season four. Is you have like everything going on with the tournament. This can not really go into too much spoilers, but you have everything going on with the tournament, and at the very end, this character comes in. That'd be great. Even if it's just for a cameo, that'd be really good. I wouldn't mind it. Uh, Alice McCarthy says, unfortunately, got to get going. I was volunteered to babysit. Everyone be civil in the chat and don't spam. Alex McCarthy, you let me down. Alice McCarthy, I put my faith in you. I put my trust in you. And and you leave me and you abandon me. You're no good, you. You're just a chicken. Cheep, 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 cheep. Uh, POC, preserver of culture. What's going on, POC? He says, popping in to say hi. Can't stay. Sorry, but Canada playing world juniors hockey takes precedence. Watch Vampire Hunter D, eat pineapple pizza, and hail drunk 3PO. Well, only one of those was worth doing. <laughs> and that's, of course, hail drunk 3PO. Uh, I will never have pineapple pizza. That's disgusting. And I might watch Vampire Hunter D. Maybe. Uh, Nathan Slay says, The Dark Knight Rises is vastly better than Batman Begins, but both are awesome. Dar- rather, sorry, The Dark Knight is vastly better than Batman Begins. Both are awesome. The Dark Knight just took it to the next level. No, no, no. Again, I agree but there are days when I think about the Batman Begins franchise, or rather the Batman Begins movie, and I'm like, uh, this film actually is, is really good. I forget how good that first movie is. All righty, let's see. Thanos of Felicitas Tag says, I am eating donuts at the moment. Mmm, good. Uh, that sounds wonderful. I would like to have a donut. Could I please have a donut? <laughs> anyway. Uh, Pat S. says, top five postmodern after 92 westerns. For him, it's for uh, for him. this is the order in reverse order. It is The Quick and the Dead, 310 to Yuma, great film, love that film from 2007. The Hateful Eight, also love that film. True Grit, I think that was a good remake, I really do. And then his number one is Tombstone. Yes, Tombstone. I'll be your huckleberry. Oh, I'm so glad I, I did not see that film until it was when we were doing our movie night series 
And I wish I had more time in the day and more time in the week to do to bring those back because those were so much fun. And for anyone that's new, we used to do a movie night every week or every other week. And we'd watch films typically that I'd never seen before. And people would just see my instant reactions. And one of them was Tombstone. And I'm so happy that y'all <laughs> forced me to watch the movie because it was actually really, really good. And I own it on Blu-ray. Uh, General Wingster tagged at 722. So if Alex is leaving, it's my time to rise. JK, I would destroy the chat as a mod given unlimited power. General Wingster, I, it's like that moment from Lord of the Rings. I would not trust you even if it was the last, <laughs> even if it was the last resort, even if I had no other options, as Gandalf says. <laughs> Uh, the Horde from Who Knows Where, hail to you, says, High hopes, high hopes, move that rubber tree plant. I don't know that song. Rosie G12, who's a member at 722, says, We should look very carefully at who supports lockdowns and government. Yes, we should. Uh, Laura says, So if someone in the chat defeats me in combat, do they get my mod powers like in Highlander? Well, if we had a digital fighting sphere, maybe. But since that's not the case, then no. Hamilton Burger at 723. The reason I like season one better than season two of Cobra Kai is that it focused on the best relationship, Johnny and Miguel. I don't need LaRusso's redemption arc. He had the Karate Kid movies, but that's just the thing, though. They're, they get them all. They get all of the arcs. They take care of it all. That's why I don't mind it as much, but I do agree. The Johnny-Miguel relationship is great. You know, it, it's, it's, it's also complex, too, right? Because... He's great as a father figure to Miguel while continuing to fail at being a father to his actual kid. And I, I love the dynamic of that and how it continues in all three seasons. It really is great. All right. The chat has just jumped on me like it always does over on YouTube. Please be sure to smash that like button, please. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, it looks like some comments may have been skipped. It was around 720, what, 23 or so in the chat. Now it's 729. That's the furthest back I can go on YouTube. Before I jump there, let me jump back over to my uh, DLive fam for a second. Let's see. DLive fam, how is everyone doing? Will Gentry tagged and says, The synopsis you just gave for Unhinged sounds incredibly like falling down. Um, probably. <laughs> I've not seen falling down, but it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Alexander says, You can drink soda with pizza too. I actually don't drink soda. I used to drink so much soda when I was younger. And then I want to say for Lent one year, I'm a Catholic, so for Lent one year, I want to say I gave it up as like a part of what I was doing for Lent because I was doing something spiritual and then something practical. And then I just never went back. And, and even to this day, I can probably count on two hands. I can count on one hand the amount of times in the past like three years that I've had a soft drink. Um, and it tends to be when I, like, I have to have one. So for instance, there's been times when I'm in an airplane, right? Back when you could fly. Without having to wear a damn mask, I would get like things like ginger ale, um, and that's like the only times I can think about in more recent history where I've actually had soft drinks. It's very rare, but yes, you can absolutely can. But I like water personally. Will Gendry says, "I think uh, the reason why I prefer series one to two for Cobra Kai is that series two has lower low points than series one. Series one was nonstop, but two dipped at times. That might be the case. I don't mind the." I don't mind when it slowed down because I think they were able to get some really great emotional hits in those moments. And I, I like that. I, I like that. Cause that's the thing too. It's, it's a great, 
I think that's why it's so bad in a show like this to compare seasons because season one was nonstop so that it could get to the point in season two that they could slow down uh, a couple times, right? To get those emotional points that have been built up because of the nonstop action that had been pe- happening previously. So I, yeah, I didn't mind those. I don't think I minded those as much. Will Gentry, Will Gentry on DLive says, I think Terry Silver is a great B-movie villain. If we're honest, the Karate Kid series are all high-quality B-movies. I think that no one will argue with that on, on that point. Philly the Hobbit says, Soul for Best Picture at the Raven Awards. Yeah, Soul was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. Um, and it's a movie that is getting attacked by, <laughs> by the woke leftist because... One of the characters happens to be voiced by a white female, and the white female character, rather, the the white female voice, not even just the character, because the character's just a soul. The character does not have race, or even gender, really. Um, And the fact that they complain about it, saying, I can't believe that the character voiced by the white female is essentially a white savior to the role voiced by Jamie Foxx. And it's like, come on! You're just digging for for things to complain about at this point. I, I actually really did thoroughly enjoy Soul. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, well, Gentry says, watch Falling Down if you get the chance. It is amazing. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't think I've ever heard of it, to be honest. I, I don't know what the Blu-ray cover looks like or anything. Anyway, let me jump over to my YouTube fam. Please be sure to smash the like button, please. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see, we got some donations. First, though, James, thank you very much for another dollar donation via Streamlabs. Thank you again for donating via Streamlabs. Appreciate it. He says, hey, Odin, loved the first Men in Black. Do you think it's worthwhile to watch 2 and 3? I like the trilogy. I think I think 3 is the worst. I, I think 3 is the one where you're asking mostly, oh, why does this exist? 1 and 2 are solid. 1 is the best. 2 is also fun. It, it's a fun movie. I think 2 is a lot of fun. So I would say absolutely yes, 2 is worth watching. 3 to complete it. I, I do have the whole I do have the entire Men in Black trilogy. Do not watch International. International's trash. The newer one with Chris Hemsworth, it is not good. It is god awful. So don't watch that one, but the 3 yes. Orange Hat Reviews, thank you much for the $5 donation by Streamlabs. Orange Hat Reviews says, Season 3 Japan with the young girl he saved, saving him, was such a good moment. Alright, so, this is some potential spoilers, people. So, uh, just again, some potential spoilers happening in this one comment. Uh, If you didn't pay attention to what I just said, hey, you got nothing to worry about. But anyway, I'll repeat the comment again. So, again, spoiler warning. Uh, Season 3 Japan with the young girl he saved, saving him, was such a good moment. All of Okinawa was truly great. Chosen's reintroduction was also great. Daniel's son. Yes, seriously. Um, I, I think Chosen's character story was one of my favorites of season three. And I hope they're able to get him back in, in some way. I feel like they, they did enough in those episodes to kind of complete his arc where they don't need to go back. But I want them to. I want them to go back. I want an entire season set in Okinawa because I really did think it was a lot of fun. And yeah, no, I agree with your first comment completely. So again, this is a spoiler. So at the in, in season three, obviously he goes to Okinawa. Uh, Chosen they bring back. They also uh, bring back his love interest from uh, from uh, from the Karate Kid Part Two as well. Uh, Kumiko, I think, is her name. But then they also bring back an actress, and I don't know if I think it might be the same actress, but she, at the very least, the character um, in the second film, the in the Karate Kid Part Two. 
he actually saves a little girl in Japan and it's uh you know it's a storm and he climbs it and it gets minuscule minuscule and she gets brought back though and she's now a grown up adult she works for the company that he has to make amends with to save his entire company and the fact that she saves him yeah that dynamic was fantastic orange i totally agree with you there uh and in fact i i i didn't make that connection so that's a good connection to make orange hat seriously and i agree all right spoilers are over we're good i don't know if people are like closing off their ears but don't worry we're all good now all right let us see uh pat s uh it was a member says did the daredevil hallway scene remind you of the old boy original fight scene but shot from a different angle i've actually never seen the original old boy never seen it before uh, let's see. Laura, waiting for Nadronic, says, Being a mod is an awesome excuse to not do anything for an hour and a half. Yeah, I would, but I'm a mod, so. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> hey, honey, can can you cook some dinner? I'm sorry, sweetie, I can't. I got a mod. <laughs> that is awesome, Laura. <laughs> Andrew Hoyle uh, puts in the great a great song. He says, We're men, manly men, we're men in tights. Yes, absolutely. Great, great song. Rob D. Tatton says, Yes, the 1938 Robin Hood is the Errol Flynn one. And by Disney's Robin Hood, I was referring to the animated one where Robin is a fox. Yes, perfect. Yes, so great, great, great version from 1938, the Errol Flynn one. Shout out to Tina for, for getting me to watch that one. And then, yes, the animated fox Robin Hood is fantastic. Uh, Nathan Slay Tatton says, What's a, what, is a classic film, what is a classic film you really don't like? Um, oh, Lord. Oh, some people consider Eraserhead a classic movie, and I hate it. I hate that movie. It's a, was it David Lynch? I don't like David Lynch movies, so I would say Eraserhead. Eraserhead, my final answer. <laughs> That's the only one I can think of, and it's also, I'm staring right at the Blu-ray, and I'm like, Ugh, I hate you. Again, thank you again. <laughs> Shout out to Bruce for sending it to me. Seriously, it means a lot that he sent it to me to watch it. Uh, but God, I hate that movie. I hate it so much. <laughs> I can't stand it. Anyway, uh, Thanatos Felicitas says, I thought Once was made with a shoestring budget. Yeah. Well, in Hollywood, that is, even though it was made several years ago at this point, that was a very small budget. Very, very small. Uh, Waiting for Nadrotic says, they are releasing Love and Monsters on 4K on the 5th. Yes. So if you have not seen Love and Monsters, I would highly recommend it. It is a fun movie. It was made for $30 million, and the CGI is better than the vast majority of modern-day, giant-budget CGI films. Hands down. Ray Gartarian tagged at 735 and says, Now for the sequel, Unhinged Again, the re-unhingening. Ooh, yes. I'd, I'd be down for that. Nathan Slay says, Tina will probably disown you for sending her unhinged. Probably. But uh, she'll she'll enjoy it too. <laughs> Andrew Hoyle's a member says dive for that glue gun. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, I can't put. This is a brand new stand. I can't put glue on it. What you talking? What you talking about, Andrew Hoyle? Come on, man. Come on, man. James Esparza, welcome to the chat. Glad to see you here. Um. Oh no, Laura's got to be right back. Uh, Golden Ration Tadden says, "Hail Odin. Good evening to you. Good evening to you, good sir. I very much appreciate that." Hardwick, what's going on, Hardwick? He says, did you ship off my Blu-ray at all Blu-rays? So this is for anyone, because this is the second time someone's asked me. 
If you've won any Blu-rays, with the one exception of the one I announced, the one I announced tonight, every Blu-ray has been shipped. Every Blu-ray has been shipped from all the giveaways. Every Blu-ray has been shipped. I don't know when it'll get to you because the post office is kind of backed up right now. It's the holiday season, but every single one has been shipped off. So don't ask me again. <laughs> and I hope that I hope that all of them get to you soon. It was sent by Media Mail, which can I think has a range of like five to nine business days, but it's also the holiday season, so it could be longer. All righty, all righty, all righty, all righty. Let's see. Rose G12 is a member. Says back had a dog semi emergency, broken nail, blood everywhere. No, now wrapped and dog calm me not so much. Oh, Rosie G12, we we've had that issue before, so we try to cut our own dog's nails. And when you cut the quick, which is what it's called, it is one of the worst feelings in the world because typically uh, when we, we've only done it, I think, three times between both dogs. But every time it's just it's like the tragic because, yeah, there's so much blood from it. Normally they, they yip right away and you're just like, no, no, I did not mean to do that. And you just feel so bad because all of a sudden they're like they're like they're you can just tell their their moods down. And it's so pathetic and sad. But, yeah, it's. It's one of those things where we didn't want to do it again for a very, very long time after that. Uh, I don't know how they're able to figure it out at the doctor's office. Like, how they're just so great at, at getting it. Because, like, we, we follow all the instructions. We have the right nail clipper and everything. But, yeah, it's t- it's a terrifying experience every time. Uh, then it does release a test tag. It says, look up Marilyn Manson's open letter after that Columbine mess. It's amazing. Well, I remember uh, one of the few things that <laughs> what's his name? Uh, documentarian and and King Asshat. Um, he did a film called Bowling for Columbine. But anyway, Bowling for Columbine is actually a very good documentary. And one of my favorite parts of it is that Marilyn Manson is actually featured in it talking about how basically everyone blamed him and blamed you know, music in general and blamed like music and video games for causing this violence. And he's like, are you kidding me? And it's one of those times where it's like, yes, we need to get back to that kind of common sense stuff where it's like, didn't musics and music and video games don't force you to do anything. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous concept. Uh, Peter Hantani says meat lovers or just pepperoni for me, just pepperoni. Um, I like meat lovers with the exception of ham. I don't want ham on my meat lovers pizza. Uh, Rosie G12 was a member says, and then said how great an actress Daisy Ridley was compared to Gina. Nothing against Daisy personally, but not a fan of Ray. And no one was talking about Daisy. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think Daisy is a fine actress. I think Daisy Ridley is a fine actress. Just like, guess what? I think Gina Carano is a fine actress. I, I, I have not seen either of them in enough of things to say that one is better than the other. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't think either of them is going to win any Oscars anytime soon, but that's okay. That, that means that you're still a good actor, and I, I, that means that you know the craft. And anyway, nowadays, why would you even want to win an Oscar? The, the Oscars are essentially worthless now anyway. Um, but yeah, that's ridiculous that, they, that they're going off on that. Hardwick says, there's a Bruce Willis movie called Extraction, unrelated to the Chris Hemsworth movie of the same name, which features Gina Carano. Yeah, I've been looking into her filmography. There's one that I started, and it's like a post- post-apocalyptic one, and I'm not a big fan of it because the the production design is not very good on the film. It's been, it's been, it's been kind of distracting. 
Uh, let's see. Pat S has an announcement. So this is for all the members on YouTube. So again, if you are a green member on YouTube, this is for you. And he's running it. I'm not running it. Pat S is running it. He says, hey, all our list for Odin is all but set. That said, I have extended the deadline for the submission of the list. And he's reminding everyone that those are movies that you would want me, Odin, to review. Uh, the films have to have been released between 1920 and 1980. And you have until 12.01 a.m. Central Time tonight, or technically tomorrow morning. Uh, and you email that list over to odinlist at gmx.com. And so you put that in the chat. So if you have any questions, tag at Pat S for more information. Again, that's if you're a member. Members only. And it's going to be fun because basically I'll get a list of films that I've never seen before and I'll have to watch them and have to review them for the channel in 2021. I thought that was a really great idea, a great concept. Let's see. Nathan Slade Tatian says, Point Break is a movie that not only is an intriguing story, but some awesome action too. It's a movie you can throw in the face of SJWs to say that women never have had their moments. Well, to me, I think it's something you can throw in the face of modern day Marvel. Remember, Marvel as progressive as they are, are also the same people that are saying, oh, by the way, you know, we want you as a female director, but we don't let you, we, we don't want you to direct any of the action scenes. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute here. And uh, yeah, Patty Jenkins, not, 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 no, no, not Patty Jenkins. Ooh, that was, a, that was a bad slip right there. Um, Catherine Bigelow has really proven herself. And that was, again, think about when that film came out. She's proven herself years for years. Pat S says, he's on that Doom Patrol show. Really? Really? You're going to throw that in there? No context? No nothing? Come on, bro. Uh, General Wingster says, but is Gina single Odin asking the important questions? No, I, I don't know. I do not know the answer to that. And guess what? It's not relevant. It's not relevant at all. Because I don't care about it one way or the other. Because I'm already married. And come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Soul Assassin says, Brendan Fraser in Encino Man. Look it up. Hilarious 90s film. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. Uh, Hardwick says, During Hurricane Sandy, a tree fell in Brendan Fraser's yard. He tried to cut it into pieces with a chainsaw, which got stuck in the wood and yanked him. It gave him permanent back injuries. Damn, that's so sad to hear. That might explain why he may have, uh, why he's been gaining some weight. Because again, it's, it's hard to do anything really when you have a back injury. That's tough. Uh, Pat S. Oh, man, Pat S., you're right. I totally left that one off. Yeah, you're right. He says, if you want to try anime, try Cowboy Bebop. It's the Marlboro cigarette of anime TV. I would second that. Uh, Dragon Ball Z and Cowboy Bebop, I would say, are both. Cowboy Bebop is is also a much shorter series. I would highly recommend that as well. Fantastic series. Andrew Hoyle says, my wife had two ragdoll cats named Ponyo and Totoro. That is awesome. That, that points to the wife, Andrew Hoyle. Laura says, okay, I'm back. Sorry, the wife had to tell all about, uh, tell me about all the fireworks-related accidents from the ER from New Year's Eve. Ooh, no. Wow. Really? Really, really? I, I didn't think there would be as many this year. Um, with I guess it could go either way, right? Because people are so, like, hyped up because they've been locked down for so long. They want to just get it all out. And, and they just want to shoot, they just want to shoot all the fireworks they possibly can. Or on the flip side of that, you know, people just are like, eh, I'm not going to do anything. See, Orange Hat Reviews as a member says, Context choreography issues were some parts where the fighters were punching or kicking very off course. One shot where someone punches six inches above a person's head is a good example. Well, yeah, I think the reason why 
is because, as I said in, in my review, I'm okay with that if it means that the actual actors are doing the fighting and are doing the stunts. Because that is just a, that's a safety measure. And typically, stunt people can do it where they can get much closer. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust a younger person, let alone a younger person that does not have official training, to do those kinds of stunts. So that, that might be why I didn't notice it as much. Harvick says, Nathan Drake was originally inspired by Nathan, by Nathan Fillion. He did finally get to play him in a short, unofficial fan film. The studio wants the younger with the character cast Tom Holland. Yeah, I mean, we, we, that's, that, that's, that's pretty much been known for a long time. Uh, let's see, Sam Urai, Samurai, I see what you there, Samurai, yeah, boy, thank you for the super chat, says, Berserk is the best anime, 1997-2012 movie, 16-17, to 17. wait a minute, that didn't make any sense to me whatsoever, <laughs> there's a lot of years there, man, uh, let me know in the regular chat, tag me, Odin question, and I'll get to it at probably like 20 minutes or so, uh, but yeah, I've heard, I've heard of Berserk, I've heard of Berserk before. Orange, Orange Hat says, I'm a martial artist, so I notice these things. Well, I mean, not to not to brag, but I am a second-degree senior black belt in Taekwondo. So I am as well. Um, I guess I just wasn't paying attention to it as much because I'm like, oh, it's the actual kids. Well, the kids are actually fighting each other. That's cool. Rosie 12 says, have to leave. Decided to take dog to emergency vet. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, Rosie 12 I hope the dog's okay. Trust me. Uh, I'm not a doctor, so obviously do what you think is best. But I can say as someone that's had it happen before, it, 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 it's a lot of blood. And it, it seems like there it seems like there's a lot. Um, but it it's not as bad as you think that it might be. But if you again it says I can't see it, obviously take care of the pup. Take care of the pup. Um I'm very sorry to hear that happen, Rosie Twelve. Hope the pup's okay. Uh the CPOC says everyone who wants to get into anime should watch Vampire Hunter D. There he is again. Uh, Jen Jurgensen says, ben, uh, Barney Stinson said in How I Met Your Mother that Johnny Lawrence was the hero and Daniel LaRusso was the bad guy. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, also, John the Flick Pick Flickinger has said the same thing as well. So, <laughs> Hardwick says, The Mummy from 99 is a masterpiece for what it is. Endlessly rewatchable mixture of adventure, horror, comedy, and romance. Cast is fantastic, especially Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss. Again, all three are, I think all uh, the first two are fantastic, third one, not so much. Pat says, OMG, this just hit me. Hell for Odin would be Hell for Odin would be bad movies and Hawaii pizza. <laughs> Pineapple and ham. Oh, you're right. That would be my personal hell. I would have to watch R.I.P.D. on repeat. <laughs> no question about that. Let's see. Zach Richman, thanks for tagging me at 756, says, Do you think it'd be cool if they got Hillary Swank to come in for future seasons? Since their character is also trained by Mr. Miyagi. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm expecting them to do it. Um, because Hillary, Hillary Swank is someone that does TV and movies. So I, I could totally see her doing it. They were able to get Elizabeth Shue. And this is not really much of a spoiler because we kind of already knew this from, from the previous season. And also uh, just from casting in general. So I think that they would be able to get her to come back. I think they would be, be able to get Hillary Swank to come back too. Because I actually, I actually like the next Karate Kid. Uh, the one that featured Hillary Swank as the next student um, under Mr. Miyagi. I, I really did. Uh, one of my favorite sequences is when they're at the monastery. Uh, they're at the, the monastery with the monks. And there's a sequence when she is doing her kata set to a song. And then all of a sudden the monks come in. They're, they're just going to the music like, oh, this is interesting. And and then all of a sudden they start doing their like dancing. And I'm like, yeah, I just love it. I love it. It's just it's one of those really cool moments. So I liked it. 
it was more it was came out in the 90s too and so it was like ah that's my generation and so i think i connected with it a little bit more uh let's see pat s says remember the bad guy from karate kid 3 he would be whom i'd call if i were crease that's who we're, that's who we were talking about earlier uh, was it terry silver um god that dude is so corny <laughs> As as uh as Will Gentry says, total B level villain, no no doubt about it. Let's see, Rhaegar Targaryen tagged seventy nine says, legend has it that there are there is a fourth and fifth Karate Kid movie. Also, chicken pizza with jalapenos and bacon and pineapple with spicy sauce rule. Also, pancakes. Um, so as I've said, a stack of pancakes is better than a single waffle, but a single pancake cannot hold anything to a single waffle. Um, secondly, bacon is fine, is fine on pizza. Chicken is fine on pizza. Take the jalapenos and all that other stuff off. No, no, no need that. You're overcomplicating it. And no, there is a fourth one. There is a fourth one. The next Karate Kid, I believe, is canon. And it is because guess who's in it? Mr. Miyagi. Pat Morita. That makes it canon. All right? The other one doesn't. I, I love Jackie Chan, but come on. That, that's not canon. Not in my mind, at least. I've never seen it, because <laughs> I just didn't want to see it. Um, but not in my mind. All right, we're at 824, so we do need to start slowing things down a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead. It's going to be uh, members-only comments on YouTube from this point forward. we still got 49 people watching. Please be sure to smash that like button. It really does mean a lot. Um, let us see. Let's jump over to D Live. Let's see. Will Jandrew says, Yes, it is the same actress. Nice. Okay, so uh spoilers again. Spoilers again. It's back to that comment made by Orange Chat Reviews. So the same actress that Orange Chat talked about, the little girl who Danielson saves in the second karate kid movie, uh, during the storm, is the same actress they got to come back to be the person that works in sales at the at the car company that saves Daniel Daniel LaRusso's business. That's so awesome. That's so freaking awesome. I love that. It says here that she's only done a handful of very small roles, but came back for this. That's a, I love that. I really do. It kind of reminds me of a Girl Meets World. Um, one of the best parts about Girl Meets World was all the Boy Meets World characters that came back and made cameos. But the last episode, they have both actresses that played Morgan. So if you've watched the original Boy Meets World, you know that there was a change in the actress who played Morgan. And the first little actress only was there for, what, a couple of seasons maybe? And then the rest of it was played by the other one. So it was so funny to see both of them uh, come back as Aunt Morgan. Uh, it was fantastic to see. So I love when small characters like that come back and and work in that way. Uh, let's see. Captain High says, Falling Down stars Michael Douglas about a guy who's fed up with what's happening in society and starts rebelling. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. All right, caught up with my D-Life fam. Let's jump back over to YouTube. The new number two, uh-uh, screw you. He says, pineapple plus, pico, pi- pineapple plus pizza equals heart. No, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? All right, we're members only on YouTube now, so if I skip your comment as you tagged me, I'm sorry. Uh, it's members only, just so that way we can get to around 8.30. It's a good, sweet spot to end the show on. Uh, Hardwick says, I highly recommend The Quick and the Dead. It's a lot of fun. Just don't expect realism. Uh, it's pure Sam Raimi stylization. Uh, it's kind of a movie where you can see sunlight through bullet holes in people. Okay. I must say I've never seen that one myself. Uh, 13th Warriors member says, The Critical Drinker did a review of Falling Down in a series of The Drinker Recommends. Okay. Okay. Very cool. 
Harvey then adds, I think that the first and third Men in Black movies are the best, especially the first one. I find the second one by far the worst, albeit not as bad as Men in Black International. I think the second one's more fun. Uh, let's see. Waiting for Nerdrotic says, Speaking of Ralph Macchio, have you seen the movie Outsiders? I have not seen the movie Outsiders. I have not. Thirteenth Warrior Titan says, or rather, Thirteenth Warrior's member says, Robin Hood was possibly Errol Flynn at his charmingly roguish best. It is pretty damn good. Orange Reviews. Odin, if you haven't seen Arsenic and Old Lace, you need to. It's a great laugh and a wonderful black and white film that I will always be thankful to my aunt for forcing me to sit down and watch. So someone did send me Arsenic and Old Lace. I want to say Father. Uh, Hail Father. Christopher Miller sent that to me. So I do have it. I have not watched it yet. He sent it to me on DVD, though. Ugh. DVD. Ugh. Uh, Laura says, I've heard you can tell if a YouTube is good or bad by looking in their eyes. <laughs> Love and monster reference. Yes, I get it. I get the reference. Oh, man. I will say, though, that crab looked fantastic. That crab looked great. Um, all right, let's see. Harwick then says, I second the Arsenic and Old Lays recommendation. It's the one of the most hilarious dark comedies ever made. Okay. Definitely need to watch that at some point. I'm, I'm starting to slowly get through the films that people have sent me. Uh, Thanatos Felicitas says, uh, thank you for the comment, but you're not a member. Sorry. <laughs> Sounds so crude, but I got to follow the rule. Thirsty the Warrior says, Gina Carano and Daisy Ridley are too pale to win Oscars now. No, no. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Father Christopher Miller, speaking of father, hail to you, father. Father says, hail to the chat and hail to Odin. Thanks again for joining me this morning. It was a lot of fun. Uh, check out Father's channel. Uh, I was on there towards the uh, last, what, hour of the stream, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it, it was a faith and fantasy podcast, uh, a live stream, and we talk about movies, we talk about faith. It's it's a lot of fun. It's Catholic, Catholic fun. <laughs> we call out some people, too. <laughs> uh, it's pretty great. My favorite part of the whole thing, though, was when we got, uh, we got one of the, we got a priest from, from Brooklyn. We got a priest from Brooklyn to give us his thoughts about what's going on in New York right now. It was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Pat S is reminding everyone Odin list at gmx.com. If you want to send him any recommendations, father says, speaking of martial arts, I want Johnny Bravo on DVD. Oh, you want Johnny Bravo on DVD. I would say, get it on Blu-ray, but that's just me. Andrew Hoyle is a member, not a fan of Tom Holland and really hate that he's been cast as Nathan Drake should have been Chris Pratt. Yeah. I mean, I don't have as much of attachment because I've never played the, I've never played the games, so I, I don't have as much. But I, I do. I've seen the pictures of the character, and Nathan Fillion absolutely is the one. And obviously, there's inspiration there. So I think that that is definitely one um, that would have been cool to see. But yeah, is what it is at this point. Sadly, all right. We are again are at members only comments. Again, very very sorry. But that is just how it has to go. Hardwick says they didn't allow Patrick Swayze to do real skydiving for Point Break because they were afraid he'd get injured. So he sneaked off and shot footage of himself actually skydiving and they used it. Nice. Man, rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. We need more actors like that. Thursday the Warrior says RIPD raised a serious question about the afterlife for me. How can I get those two hours back? Yes. Thank you, Thursday the Warrior. Yes. Uh, Alice McCarthy, if you're watching this back or listening to this back, uh, 30th Warrior just won the night with that comment. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. I did get a little sleep. Uh, so I guess that it gave that to me. If you want to fall asleep from a boring movie, 
Father says, uh, Father Christopher Miller says, Karate Kid 2 is reminding me of Peter uh, Cantera's Glory of Love, corny but fun song. Nice. Uh, he then says, Falling Down is an awesome movie. Very cool. Orange Hat Reviews says, Odin, one of the things I love about Cobra Kai is they do their own, uh, they do their darndest to get the original cast from the movies, including spoilers. All right, so this is a spoiler. Spoiler, everyone. Not a major one. Not a major spoiler because it's a very, very small part. And I didn't say I don't. I don't think a lot of people would care about this one. But they got the original actress that played Allie's mom, so uh, Elizabeth Shue's mom from Karate Kid One to come back. Did not know that was the same person. That's awesome. Yes. Again, this show is made by fans and for fans. Father says I didn't. I didn't. I sent you. I confess. I'll send you Blu-rays, but it be used. Well, that's okay, Father. That's okay. Because I, I I tend to back them up on my uh, on my Plex server anyway, so that's right. I I know that you sent me. I confess. I thought you had sent me that one. Must have been Bruce. Must have been Bruce that sent me that one. Father says I did send you the Cary Grant North by Northwest Star Wars mashup. See Cary Grant fly the Falcon. <laughs> uh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Um, all right, we're getting close to the end, everybody. Thank you all for for being here. Thank you all to the members. Uh, let's see. Father says it's two hours out of purgatory unless you did a lot of mental swearing throughout the whole movie. Father, no. I thought I had a I thought I had a moment to salvation. Uh, let's see here. Hardwick says it took me until a few days ago to realize, but in Wonder Woman eighty four, Wonder Woman never smashed her braces together to create a shockwave like in all other DCU movies, not even once. Something tells me that that might be because that was probably a Zack Snyder. Uh, concept, and that might be something that Patty Jenkins decided to move away from, which I think is a bad move. I think it's a terrible move on her part because it's a terrible movie. Gosh, it's so bad. But anyway, uh, that should be about it. Let me just double check. Thank you. Uh, it was Michael Moore who was thinking of earlier uh, to throw back. Will Gendry says, forgive me if I asked this before, but have you seen either of the British Robin Hood TV shows? I'd recommend both to Robin Hood fans. So I, I wouldn't call myself a hardcore Robin Hood fan. I do enjoy the story generally. Um, but no, I've not seen those before. Orange Hat Review says she used her bracelets in the golden armor. Ah, Orange Hat. Okay. Boom. So looks like that was incorrect. As I said, I was hating everything about it. I, I just probably didn't even notice because <laughs> I was too busy looking at the cheetah CGI uh, to notice anything about it. But anyway, that is going to be it for me tonight, everybody. So that is all of the members' comments. And so we're going to go ahead and keep it a wrap. So General Wingster, if you've not done so already, uh, please email me because General Wingster was indeed the winner of Spirited Away on Blu-ray. Uh, sometimes in my in my videos, I sometimes will have a giveaway, and I'll pick a random comment at best. Uh, Laura says, I think I deserve a reward for watching Warner 84 till the end. I think all of us deserve Oscars for, for sitting and watching uh, that movie. Uh, but anyway, General Wingster, email me, uh, and we'll, we'll get you. Boom, perfect, General Wingster. Fantastic. And again, a, a huge shout-out to uh, Thirsteeth Warrior. Thank you for sending me once on Blu-ray. And also Rosie G12. I hope the pup is okay. Uh, if you're listening back to this, thank you for sending me Going My Way on Blu-ray as well. And also, Tina, be on the lookout, all right? Because a uh, digital copy of Unhinged is going to be coming your way <laughs> if you don't already have it. Uh, but anyway, uh, you guys are awesome. Andrew Hoyle says, I liked my cut of Wonder Woman 84, where I cut out two and a half hours. I'm pretty happy with the end result. Good for you, Andrew. Good for you. That's fantastic. But anyway, uh, my DLAV people... Uh, D-Live fam, y'all can stick around. I don't have much to, to play with tonight, but I, I can take care of y'all. Uh, but anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Thank you all so very much 
for supporting the stream tonight. It's been great. Uh, again, thank you very much to Laura. Laura, who is the mother of the channel. She is the modern major general of the channel as well. Thank you so very much for uh, modding tonight and taking care of anything. Luckily, it looks like everyone was on their best behavior. Uh, but thank you for being here. And also, shout out to Alice McCarthy for uh, doing something, I guess. He left pretty early, so I, I don't know if I can shout him out too much. But Laura, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, oh man, Mech's coming in at the last minute. The cake is a lie. There are only cookies. Through cookies, I gain weight. Through weight, I gain obesity. And in obesity, my chair is broken. Calories will set me free. Mex, it's been so long since I've heard you say that, man. It's been great to see you. But anyway, you guys are seriously amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your weekend. I will see you all on Tuesday, which will be crazy because there's a, there's a special election going on here in the United States. Two Senate seats are up for grabs. And we'll probably be getting some results as the stream is going on. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't plan for it to be a political stream, but it kind of will be the kind of will be the, the nature of the things. But anyway, you guys are all amazing. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. God bless you all. God bless America. Have a wonderful weekend. And I'm going to say it again. God bless. <laughs> And now for a huge shout out to all of my January 2021 Patreon and Subscribestar members, Albertus Magnus, Ali C83, Andrew Hoyle, Animation Commentator, Brian P, Dion, Divex, Enrique Evangelista, Father Christopher Miller, Hail to you, Father, Father Damien Cook, Garrett Searles, The Hunky Chunky Funky Monkey, Inflamed Wood, Trap Productions, Jason Clark, Jacob Juice, Jay, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Garney, Laura Story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody, and his beautiful twin with the beautiful hair, Orange Hat Reviews, On to June, Out of Step with Reality, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Steve Glasker, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and Tina B. Thank you very much for being my Patreon members. And also a huge shout out to my Subscribestar peeps. Stand for John B, Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, Darkstar57, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., US888209 Fast, Dean Heiss, J. Rod the Beer Guru, Nevadon G. Adams, and ZK Man. You guys are all freaking amazing. Thank you so very much for being supporters. If you want your name shouted out, please consider joining on Patreon, where for a dollar a month, you can get your name shouted out at the end of every single video and live stream. For five dollars a month, you get access to that, and also you get access to exclusive giveaways, where I give away 4Ks, Blu-rays, digital codes, etc. Ten dollars a month will get you all that, plus also access to a special podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger. Lots of fun. We do Q&As from that as well, so you get access to asking those Q&As, asking us any wide variety of questions. And for $25 a month, you get all of that stuff, plus you get to be featured once a month on the Chosen of Valhalla live stream. And also for that first month, you get a free t-shirt shipped anywhere throughout the world. So if you want to consider any of those things, please check out the links in the description below where you can find my Subscribestar and Patreon and also other ways to support the channel. You're all amazing and beautiful people. Have a wonderful day. And as always, God bless. And I forgot to do it again. Uh, I need to make sure I don't do this in the future, but a huge shout out also to my YouTube members, AliC83, Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K., Orange Hat Reviews, Adam Avery, The Bosco 2000, Twirly Wolf, Jay Stowe, 
and Aiden Vickery. Thank you all so very much for being my army of Asgard and keeper of the Bifrost level on YouTube for YouTube memberships. Have a wonderful night, everybody. And as always, this time for real, God bless.